0: Neil Patel became one of the most famous brands in digital marketing fast. How does he use his origin story and can his origin story be made better? Listen and discover. Hi, it's Aziz here, and this is the origin story from Neil Patel. If I sound harsh at times, I don't mean to. This is for educational purposes. Neil Patel is one of the most successful marketers of this generation, so gotta respect the success. Let's begin studying the story he presented first. Then you'll listen to me improving it. Making it a lot lot better a lot of lessons in here. So let's go This is how it goes My name is Neil Patel and I help companies generate more revenue through digital marketing This is actually his positioning. It's not specific enough But he has the celebrity to pull it off. So let's continue Entrepreneur Magazine said that I was the number one marketer in the world and they also said I built one of the hundred most brilliant companies. So this is the reason to believe him. It's an authority praising him. This section is for self-aggrandization and he does this because what others say about you is supposed to be an honest signal. It's a lot more believable than what you say about yourself. Let's keep on. I started my very first website at the age of 16. I took all the money that I earned from working in an amusement park and I paid the marketing firm. The marketing firm provided no results and I quickly learned that I wasn't alone. This is to create a common reality with his audience who probably fears using marketing firms and getting no results or had such an experience before Another point, by sharing this, his misery, he's trying to become real in their minds. But this is not enough. There isn't much emotions in his words and this is the big weakness of this story. It's too analytically made. It's too sterile. Let's go. keep going. Out of frustration and from being broke, I had no choice but to learn marketing. Come on, this is, yes, him sharing his reason why he does what he does and it's uh, kind of the reluctant hero story arc appearing in here but this is, you know, the opposite of what great writing is supposed to be about He's telling not showing He's going oh, out of my frustration from being broke Well, how? Describe that frustration Uh, Tell us experiences of how you were broke, make it real. This is just too abstract, too conceptual. Let's keep going. My first client was a power supply manufacturer. I helped him generate another $25 million in sales. So it's more self-aggrandization, reason to believe, uh, demonstration. It's all about increasing his status. Let's keep going. And from that point, I realized the power of marketing. I helped everyone that I could, and I built my reputation by being honest and over-delivering. Honestly, this section is not good. It makes claims that the mind will resist. Only people who are already fans, are already heard of him, and were recommended by someone they trust to trust him, will be okay with this. Most people will just feel this is filler, Claims that are unsubstantiated and bragging. Let's keep going. I've helped companies like Google, NBC, Viacom, General Motors, eBay, but nothing is more satisfying than helping small business owners succeed. This is self-aggrandization and, you know, what Dan Kennedy will call the company that keeps you. So that's what he's talking about. Is the reason why he does what he does and the success. But... What he's sharing there that uh, nothing is more satisfying than helping small business owners is because people will wonder if you're getting paid the big bucks by huge companies, why will you help me for so much less? He's saying it's satisfying and this is too general which reduces the believability. It's not good. And remember, there is a difference between believability and credibility. He has credibility. A person can be credible, which means their skills uh, are proven, they can demonstrate their abilities, they can be trusted. But claims that someone makes can be unbelievable. They can lack believability because they might be way outside of the reality of the audience or not backed up by proof so he's increasing and skyrocketing credibility but the believability is not there so let's continue I founded four multi-million dollar companies and I've learned all the mistakes that you should avoid so the execution of this is not good it's bragging but the idea is great That his experience allowed him to learn the mistakes he'll help them avoid? This is solid. Let's keep going. I've written about this, them on Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, Inc., Fast Company, and even on my own blog. More self-aggrandization. It's so awesome to know that colleges all around the world are teaching my material in this classroom. This is humble bragging. When people start words with, I wasn't always blah blah blah, or it's uh, so gratifying too, or it's so awesome to know, uh, it's self aggrandizement, it's um, humble bragging. And I remember there was actually scientific research that people will respect someone outright bragging more than someone who's humble bragging. But hey, he has the celebrity to make this be okay but it's not executed well imagine if he had a proper um, origin story how things will be so let's keep going over the years i've received awards from the president of the united states the house of representatives and the united nations so more self-aggrandizement he's using the authority trigger from cialdini That the more he raises his status, the more people will believe what he says and obey and follow him. Let's keep going. People believe marketing is expensive and difficult. So this is probably the biggest objection he receives from potential clients. At least I hope so. It's not specific enough to be that powerful. Let's keep going. Fortunately, that's not true. Well, this is a claim that's not supported by anything. Just because he says, fortunately, that's not true, it doesn't mean it has to be believed. Bad execution right here. There is a formula, so that's what he said. This is good marketing in theory. But in practice, the execution is bad. It's too brief. Well, it's smart marketing because it appeals to a big part of human nature. So he's saying, look at all the success I've had. I turned it all into a step-by-step formula you can follow today and get similar results to me. All you have to do is execute this formula. It's easy and simple. But in his implementation, most of his story is self-aggrandizement and unsupported claims. Instead, the whole message should be about this. About that he has a formula, that he made the mistakes and turned them into step by step. But it seems to be secondary in this. It's not even an origin story, it's a pitch. So he's putting the focus on himself, he's the hero of the story. While in reality, even in a pitch, the prospect should be the hero and you should be the guide. The, a secondary supporting character. But hey, let's keep going. Even if you don't have a technical bone in your body, you can get results. So this is handling objection prospects have. But there is no proof in there, just a claim. Relying on his status for pl- people to believe him. Just because uh, he said, even if you don't have a technical bone in your body, you can get results. It's, it's not, there is, where is the proof in this claim? Anyway, let's keep going. And my mission is to share this formula with you. This is bad. Because he spent so much time in the story self-aggrandizing, he didn't share enough of the pain and struggles that would give him reason to share what he discovered with others. It comes across as an afterthought added to the story, and it's not realistic. I mean, people trust more if somebody added some self-serving thing, that his it's his mission because of something that benefits him. Nobody has a... The mission to just share a formula with people? I mean, what's in there? Yes, high status creates price elasticity. It's good. But it doesn't create longevity, which is very important. If Neil Patel wishes to stay relevant for decades, the necessary move is to come across more real, which is the strategic role of an origin story. The or other versions of his story that I found are just historical facts and figures, or what I call professor storytelling, which is the boring kind that only a professor who has a captive audience of students can get away with. Like Neil Patel was born in the UK. At the age of two, his parents moved to California. And like all immigrant families, he, they struggled in the beginning, blah, 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 blah. No emotions, no impact, no nothing, total waste of words. Again, I'm not taking anything from the success of Neil Patel or being a hater or or from his ability. The guy knows what he's doing. But when it comes to his origin story, it's not well done. Whether it's the facts and figures that professors would use or whether it's a pitch. And even as a pitch, it puts too much focus on pitching and on status and not on the needs and desires of his prospect and on resonating with him. It's just bragging. So, the purpose of the origin story is to reveal you're a real person to your audience so that they know you're human, not just some character on the screen that they cannot relate to. So, I scoured the internet, pulled facts from his life, then I used experiences and emotions from my own story And to extract the right emotions and create a new origin story for Neil Patel. I don't know which emotions he had through these events. I would need to interview him to extract the most powerful juicy emotions that are personal to him. But it seems he always has had the goal of making at least one million dollars. So let's begin the origin story I created for him and focus on how you feel compared to the previous ones. My crazy story started in California when my parents brought me here with my sister when I was just two years old. I remember this as clear as today, waking up in the morning and watching my mother leave bright and early to walk five miles to a job she hated. I was a child. Too young to understand our situation. Until I turned 15 and adulthood smacked me right in the face. The only job I could get was cleaning a theme park all day long. The only thing that my hands touched was trash. The only thing my nostrils inhaled was vomit. It was a disgusting introduction to what my whole life will be if I didn't find a way out. All I wanted is to be rich enough to get out of this and to finally have a life, a proper one. I got seduced by the pitch of a company, promising me heaven and earth if I went door to door to sell a $1,600 vacuum cleaner. And that was my day, waking up early in the morning to knock on doors, offer to clean carpets for free. They always said yes to this part. Then, after breaking my back, cleaning carpet after carpet, rejection was just waiting me. Another closed door. At 16 years old, my day felt like a hallucination. Waking up with too little sleep, spending my day looking at dirty carpets that I cleaned for free, just to get the door slammed right on my face. One day, I was back from work Browsing online, trying to escape my life, to forget my day, when I stumbled upon a website called monster.com. And the light bulb just exploded inside my head. They're making the big box. This doesn't look so hard, let me try this too. I was done with my life. Done with seeing my parents struggle. Done with having at 16 a life that would turn my hair gray in two years or less. Guaranteed. So, I borrowed, begged, and used all my savings to copy Monster.com and bring to the world Advice Monkey. I was so excited. I felt so alive. People were actually coming to read things on my new website. I felt like I mattered, that I had a chance to succeed, but this didn't last long. I had no idea what to do. No idea how to earn a living from my website and the money just ran out. Time ran out. My website terminated, done, finished. That night, I just went home, straight into bed, turned up in t- like a ball, cried. I cried, I cried and cried and felt my tears burning down my cheeks. Life is way too hard. This isn't what I signed up for. This is not what I was promised. This is not how things should be. In that moment, I had a choice to make. Either to give up, to surrender, to let my soul die inside me and to stop trying. Or to resist, to refuse, to say no to the rejections of life, to keep going, to keep trying. There wasn't really a choice. I cannot give up, I cannot accept to die inside, I turned into one of those many walking zombies who gave up their dreams and accepted mediocrity. So I chose to resist, to rebel, to refuse and to open all doors I could find to make it out. For some reason, I had it in my head. That this number, one million dollars, will make all my dreams come true. It's my ticket out. This should be my goal. My salvation, one million dollars. So I went out and I shared what I've learned from my failed website everywhere I could like a zealot missionary fighting for his faith. I was fighting for my life and most doors were closed. But one day, making a speech about bringing traffic into websites, the son of the owner of Elpac Electronics was listening. He came to me and offered me a meeting with his father. I was ecstatic. That night I was over the moon with happiness. I was singing at home. Like a madman, I can finally get a little something, some success in my life, some hope. And my upstairs neighbor noticed. He knocked on my door to ask, what's going on? I'm not usually that loud, I'm quiet. And I poured all my heart out. I told him everything about my life, my dreams, my struggles, my hopes, and this opportunity. Oh my God. His name was Andy Liu. And that day was the luckiest day of my life so far. I didn't just secure a meeting with a big company when I was just 16, but Andy Liu turned out to be a brilliant business mind who took me under his wing to mentor me, to teach me all he knew about real world sales, marketing and business building. That night, my heart was beating so fast that I barely could hear him speak that night. We spent it preparing for that important meeting the next day. The meeting that could change my destiny. That's enough. Half an origin story is enough for us today. We're running out of time. But do you notice the difference? Do you feel how after this story, compared to the other ones, how do you feel? Do you feel more empathy and closeness to Neil Patel? Yes. It works. This is the power of becoming real. You matter. You become three-dimensional. You become a part of the listeners' lives and become ingrained in their narrative, which is what creates true fans, which is what creates real legends, which is what gives brands and people longevity and stay in power so that they don't become forgotten, so that the day doesn't come where people say, Neil Patel who? not risking to be forgotten the next time someone new and shiny comes up. Anyway, like I said, we're running out of time. I see uh, it's quite late already. I hope you'll think about how to flesh out your own origin story because this is powerful and to use it for your own powerful personal positioning everywhere. And if you have any questions during this process about anything, Email me at mentor at storybonding.com, M-E-N-T-O-R, mentor at storybonding.com. I read all emails personally. Keep being awesome, keep being authentic, to your glory and beyond. Goodbye.